Hey, gang, I want to talk about a true crime. That's right. There's been a death. That death is your IT career. Your career in tech is dead. And you're the one who killed it. Good news is I'm going to give you 30 points on the things that you need to be doing to revive it. If you've never heard of me before, you've never been here before, I'm Ron from ITMaster.com, and my job is to help each and every one of you guys get certified. So let's talk about a few things. Tech is a broad thing. Tech is a lot, right? A lot of people think that if you're talking about tech, you're talking about code. If you're talking about tech, you're talking about cybersecurity. If you're talking about tech, you're talking about networking. If you're talking about tech, you're talking about so much stuff. In tech, there's literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different career fields. So many different paths to choose from. Literally, you can just throw a dart at a dartboard and pick a career. And most likely, that career is going to be paying a lot more than if you would try that out in any other industry. So one of the things that people may be interested in is software engineering, right? Software engineering is awesome. So a software engineer, simply put, creates software, fix bugs, makes a user experience better, so on and so forth. Unfortunately, right now, a lot of uh, software developers, whether they're front end or back end, front end meaning that they pretty much are more user facing stuff. You know, they make stuff pretty. They make stuff user friendly. Back end would mean all of the optimization, all the stuff under the hood, right? So front end would be the paint job and the rims. The back end would be the transmission, right, or the engine. Right now, their careers are in a weird spot because due to automation, due to a lot of other factors, a lot of software developers right now are getting laid off and are finding it hard to find new jobs, especially a lot of guys that either just got out of school or self-taught and don't have that much experience. So right now they are having a rough time, right? Good news is if you stay at it for one, you can do freelancing Two, you will get a job eventually, right? There's so many opportunities. It's another thing. Um, a lot of guys that do software development, they only do front end, only do back end, only work with this language, only work with that language. You got to broaden your horizons and take the opportunities once they're presented and just do you know what you have to do until you're able to do uh, what you want to do. Another thing is in tech, the, um, the little niches, niche, niches, whatever the hell you say, you know, the parts of tech that people may not pay as much attention to. Believe it or not, you can be in tech and not be techie. Yeah, you heard that right. You can be in tech and not be technical. How the hell is that possible? Well, for one, there's a bunch of different things, man. You can become um, a tech salesman, right? There's a lot of people that are in tech sales. Now, is tech sales easy? No. It's uh, one of the most, this sales in general is one of the most difficult jobs in the world. You're going to get rejected uh, 70, 80% of the time. You have to talk to a lot of people every day, especially if you want to really get to the bag. 
and you're going to have to stay on top of things, right? If you don't like talking to people, if you're low energy, if you just aren't really cut out to really, you know, get after it every day and, you know, stay down till you come up, tech sales may not be that, right? So that's one of the non-technical uh, niches. Now, there's a bunch of other niches as well inside of tech, whether it's ethical hacking, whether it's UX or UI design, which is user interface, those guys make a lot of money too, because the easier you make a user interface, the more friendly you make a user interface, the longer a user will stay on there, the more often a user will use that. The more often a person will tell you like, hey man, have you used this? Have you used that? So on and so forth. That's why every time um, a new uh, Apple update comes out, Either people are saying, oh, I love it or I hate it because the user experience is uh, the most important, right? Now, like I said, this is about reviving your tech career, whether it's dead or whether it never started or dead in the water before you even uh, put on your swim trunks. If you don't want to do no technical stuff, tech sales is the easiest way to get into tech. And I found that, believe it or not, the most uh savvy tech sales guys were actually technical. They went to school for a computer engineering or they got some certifications or they actually were um, in the trenches themselves because not only can they be persuasive, not only can they really get to um, a point and articulate and pretty much show people the features and show what it's going to do for, for them. They can also do the back end part. They can talk to um, the technical recruiters. They can talk to the directors of IT, they can talk to the engineers and believe it or not, uh, people that are in the tech space, they know, you know, pretty quickly if you know what you're talking about. The next thing you need to do to revive your tech career in this true crime horror story is be abreast of the, the trends, right? You got to know what's going on. You got to know what's going on and you got to stay on top of those things. So the reason for that is because a lot of times in tech, you're going to have a technical interview and they're going to be bringing up whatever the hottest things are in the industry. A cheat code or easy way to figure that out, what they're going to ask you as far as trends, most likely it's going to surround around whatever type of position you're applying for. Now, talking about that type of stuff, the interviews for tech can be interesting. Right. You may have to do seven damn rounds of interviews. Right. You may have a, a phone interview, then a Zoom interview, then an in-person interview. Then you got to meet with human resources. Then you got to meet with the technical team. Then you got to meet with the director. Then you got to have a tank home assignment. Now, your limits and boundaries are on you. Right. But it may be pretty uh, cumbersome. But what I would say is keep your options open. Don't just have one. Oh, I really want to work for fill in the blank, you know, big ass company. I have a couple options open. So just in case um, you don't get what you want from another company, you can go to somewhere else because I've seen it way too many times. Somebody just putting all their eggs in one basket. Oh yeah, this is my eighth round. They got to pick me. Shit. And they don't get picked. Right. So just make sure you do that. Another thing is make sure your resume is optimized to beat the resume scanning systems and to uh, be able to be quickly scanned by a human so they know 
what you've done and what you can do for the company. Another thing is remote work. Man, just imagine this. You can work from your bed. You can work from the beach. You can work from Starbucks. You can work from wherever. Wherever you're at, that's your trap. You can do whatever you want, wherever you're at. Rat, right? So anyway, um, the tech careers, remote work is just, it's just you know, uh, par for the course. You can be hybrid, meaning that you two days in office, three days at the house, three days at the house, two days in office, so on and so forth. But you got the ability to work wherever you want to. You don't have to go into the office. You don't have to be around a bunch of other people, you know, and still be able to have a life and be able to do the things that you want to do. Now, one of the biggest things I would say to revive your tech career, to really get it uh, pumping and jumping and doing everything that you wanted to do is to uh, get some type of mentorship and to network right to network to get you a good mentor um, in your space that is going to give you some guidance and point you in the right direction it's super important and like i said networking you need to open up your phone you need to be texting people you need to be calling people you need to be dming people you need to be emailing people that align with your goals and can get you to where you want to get to faster another thing is transitioning a lot of you guys listen to this aren't in tech right a lot of you guys that listen to this that end up on interviews with me or my team you are doing other things and you think it's impossible you think you can't do it trust me the best and the brightest are not the ones getting these jobs trust me right the best and the brightest are not the ones that are just winning right what they do have up on you what they do have uh, an advantage is is that they believe in themselves they got the courage to actually put themselves out there to do uh, something that that's new okay you've been doing truck driving for 10 years you've been in healthcare for 10 years you've been a police officer for 10 years you've been in law enforcement for 10 years you've been a soldier for 20 years you've been uh, in a warehouse for 10 years you've been doing filling the blanks for five plus years like damn i don't know if i can do this trust me it's not gonna be easy but man, it's damn sure worth it. Another thing that's awesome about tech is that say you don't want to work for somebody. I got, you know, plenty of students and plenty of people I know, including myself, that you can start your own business. You can do this for yourself. Or you can do, you can double dip. You have a job and be freelancing and doing things on the side to make more money. Another awesome thing is the bag. The bag in tech is completely different and negotiations are completely different. Now, you got to be the best of the brightest. You got to have the skills, got to have the certs, got to have the things that you need to level up. But the negotiations are different, right? You probably used to jobs where you negotiating for a couple dollars, literally. Like, oh, hopefully they give me a $2 raise or $3 raise or this $5,000 bonus. Literally um, in tech, you may be in there negotiating thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars bonuses or raises or stock options or whatever that is, right? And once you get to a certain level, it's a whole nother game. Another thing about tech that separates it from a lot of other things is that you have to, you have to love to learn. If you stop learning, 
your ass is going to stop earning because tech is moving so fast. You have to stay on top of things. And you guys want six figure jobs with a goddamn $6 mindset and education. It doesn't work like that. You got to have the skills, right? To actually do the job. You got to have some credentials and some certs to actually back that back up that you're going to actually do that stuff. Then you got to go get to it. You got to put in the work, right? Another thing that a lot of people teeter towards tech is because the balance that it can provide, right? Now, trust me, in certain positions, in certain times, you got to grind. It is what it is. But at least you can grind next to your family, right? At least you can be in the same house as your children, right? At least you can go to lunch with your wife or your husband. Your kids go to the park for 15 minutes and go out in the backyard right quick and play around right quick and then I can get back to work. You know, the tech, that's that's what it provides. It provides that autonomy, man. Oh, and another thing. There's too many uh, myths, right? Which is a true crime. There's too many myths out here about I need the code to get into tech. You don't. I need to be great at math to get into tech. You don't. I need a degree to get in tech. You don't need any of that stuff, man. Like none of it. You don't need any of that shit to uh, get into tech, right? You um, only need discipline, the skills and the certifications. It's that simple. Another booming thing right now is women in tech, right? Women in tech are starting to flood the market because there is definitely a shortage uh, of women in tech, but they have a, a huge advantage because for one, as a woman, if it's 10 guys uh, applying for the job and it's one woman, you're going to stand out because you're the only damn woman. And two, women a lot of times have just a different type of drive, right? I don't know if it comes from, okay, it's a male dominated thing or it's just, okay, whatever they're doing, they want to get out of it. But right now, right now is an awesome time for women to get into tech. But once again, same issues that um, their male counterparts are going to have. You got to have the skills, got to have the certifications, got to have everything lined up. If not, you're not going to get none of these opportunities at all. None at all. Actually, right now, right now, drop in the comments of this episode any questions that you may have, and I'll make sure that either one, I answer them in the comments, or two, I make an entire episode answering uh, those questions, right? That's probably what the next uh, next episode will be, just me answering you guys' questions. Another thing is making sure that you're staying abreast of what's next, right? What are the technologies that probably going to have more jobs coming up? They're going to have other things coming up, things I need to pay attention to. One of those things or two of those things, of course, is AI and anything in machine learning and anything in cloud anything cybersecurity, AI, machine learning, cloud, and cybersecurity, those are almost sure bets that you're going to be able to get a job. Now, once again, you got to be the best of the best. You got to continue to learn because these machines are learning. So you got to continue to learn as well. Now, last but not least is the ability to think long term with this, right? The ability to be able to retire. And when I say retire, I mean retire and literally not have to work. Many people 
around the world, once they retire, that just mean, okay, I quit this job and I got to get another one because this retirement is not enough. And retirement is going to keep up with inflation any damn way. So you got to stay on top of that stuff, right? So that's one of those things to where this allow you to create your own retirement, right? With the right company, 401k matching, stock options, all this other stuff. When you cash out, you can really cash out and have you know a long-term goal and long-term things work out for you. So the true crime is if you stay stagnant. The true crime is if you continue to keep on doing what you've been doing. The true crime is if you don't decide that you're worth it, that you don't decide that this is for you, that you decide that, oh, I guess I'm just supposed to be in a warehouse. I'm just supposed to be um, in this squad car. I'm just supposed to be on this fire truck. I'm just supposed to be on this garbage truck. I'm just supposed to be in this damn operating room. I'm just supposed to be in this hospital. I'm just supposed to be here where I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel challenged. I'm just damn going through the motions. I'm not um, learning anything. I'm on autopilot. I just feel like every day is the same day. If you want to get challenged, if you want to get some money, if you want to win, tech is the wave. I'll see you in class.